Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. Nice energy, Pastor Joey. That was. Man. Oh, thanks, man. And thanks. you know what? You look great today. Are you serious? And it's just the joy of the Lord. And I'm proud of I you. I woke up deciding to be happy. I woke up. You chose? And I, I chose happy over sad. Praise God. How, God oh, my God. God. Oh, shit. see, that only lasts What's for going a few on? minutes. I, I tried to. I, uh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Joey, uh, I think, do you think people that have depression and mental illness actually can uh, do a better job? As of, a representative, <laughs> Joey, how do you say <laughs> <laughs> Do you think people that have that kind of, you know, ups and downs and real depression and stuff can do a better job of like convincingly cry like when you when you go into a bit where you're trying to cry and pretend like you're sad are you really tapping into do you actually access what you really feel like when you're down to pull that off do you know what i'm talking about yeah first of all i want to thank all Mm. my colleagues in the mental illness um department and category thank (laughs) you guys uh secondly what i would like to to speak on when it comes to your question is uh, I think it would be very helpful, actually. Even I'm if asking a serious question. Even if it's fake, because it will bring forth some sympathy from other people. I, I Does Priscilla ever think you're, you're serious? Doing. Like, has, has there ever been a time where you were joking around and you started fake crying? And she's like, oh, God. Joey, what's wrong? Like, nah, I used to do that early on in marriage. I'd pretend like I'm having a heart attack and all sorts of crazy things. <laughs> but, but now you've had too many close calls. You can't do that anymore, right? No, no. And did I, did I tell you, like, after can, my Can you answer my question though, I don't seriously? I your question. Okay, you do a, you do a joke often where you, you okay. did it early this morning in the car where you act like you're crying. Yeah. And you are good at that. And okay. my question oh, is, thanks, man. is so it, it makes me, I'll, I love that. Oh, you don't do it that much on the podcast, you. but you, you're welcome to try it if you want to, mm. to demonstrate it. What you're doing now is not so my good. favorite. <laughs> the, the crying bit I like. But my question is, is when you do it, are you actually to be, to pull that joke, to commit to it, are you actually pulling from what it feels like when you actually pop, ball your eyes out, crying, depressed in the car? Or nah. Do you, is no. it, it, it does it is that no. like if you let loose when you were depressed, that's what it would sound like, or is no. that did you cry the same way? That's no. what I'm asking. Is that no. what? I'm, I'm saying is that just like you're playfully acting the way you at, at your lowest, and you know what would be so funny though? What if you were in a like? What if your fake cry was the exact same as your cry, and you were like in your car sobbing? That's what I and I thought you were case. joking. I was going <laughs> right, right, but you were really at the pit. So it's not I mean, similar. It's not a similar nah, outburst I mean, when, when you do have I, you did have a real one. Maybe some people on the outside would think that it is similar, but I don't feel but like you're I'm not pulling from it for nah. like if you're doing you know nah. wouldn't a depressed person make a better actor uh, doing a crying scene? Okay, you know? I, I, I mean I, I definitely there have been times where I have sobbed 
pretty loud if you were in the car with me Ugh. then you would have been like oh god yeah that would be so hard to <laughs> when you, for real when you go like the yeah. the o sound like the oh you know you're cr- like i've uh, done that before where i was like oh no i'm gone like I, like you know because there's crying where it's kind of silent and you're like a, you know kind of this man crying where i'm like oh man it's really tough or whatever but there's been times in my car the same way it always happens to me in the car yeah, that's or something like that where i'm it. by myself and it's just this closed compartment i just hear <laughs> I am real in my mind. I'm super sad and also going. I'm really sad. This guy is crying. Like I almost step outside of it. I've gotten I've gotten my kids actually used to me making fun of their cries, especially when when they do the whole. And, and I'll be like, and you what? Oh, that's <laughs> kind of mean. Well, right? it snaps them out of it. Yeah. They think it's funny. I, mean, <laughs> I felt really bad the other day. I, uh, our kids, we were going to a, a, like an outdoor cookout thing or whatever, and Jess had put the bug spray on them. She had this bug spray stuff, and it has maybe like it's kid kind, but it has like lemon stuff mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever they call that. And uh, I put too much on them, and I. <laughs> The girls, both girls started just so it's burning. Oh, it's burning. And I, and Ike goes like this. Ike wasn't crying at all. And I was like, oh, it's burning, little baby. Y'all crying. It's not that big of a deal. Y'all chill out. It's just a little. And they were like, no, mommy, mommy. And Jess is calm and she does it. And I was like, see, your brother isn't crying at all. And Ike looks at me. He goes, Dad, it's really burning, but I'm trying to be strong. I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, no. I'm re- they're all dying here, and I'm making fun of them. I felt really bad. How much bug spray did you put I, on? It was a lot. It was way t- I was just like, you don't need that much. I just thought, you know, I mean, in, in, you get burnt, you bug bites, and they come home, and they're all itchy, and then they stay up Would all night. Would you rather have a one square centimeter bump that was itchy on your skin, oh, or would you rather have all your skin burning. <laughs> I know, you're right. You're right. That's what I was thinking. After that, I was like, man, I'm really messed up. Because it's that centronella, no deed or anything. So I knew it wasn't going to kill them, but I was like, oh, it is burning. And so we had to we had to immediately give them showers and just had to reapply it lightly, and they were fine. So that, it, uh, maybe it's like, uh, you know, it, bad drug combinations, that and the amount of damn sunscreen people slather on kids. I can't, I can't, the, I, to be honest, this won't come as a shock. I'm not way into bug spray and sunscreen. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but you, live be in, consistent. you live in Seattle, I understand. you don't get bit. I understand, but I'm just saying I'm not big into those things. It would be consistent with the rest of the way I think of these right. products. These things are okay, but they're too easy, and they're not, they don't not have downsides. They do have downsides. You'd be better off to do a little sunscreen, kind of, when you had to, than yeah. make sure you always cover them. And the funniest thing in the world, if you ever see it, there's a, a kid from like – Scandinavia or something that's in George's class, yeah. and he's the skin is whiter yeah. than mine, which means he's more susceptible to right. things. And then he's got a mom that, of course, is protecting him. So it's the funniest thing in the world that the whitest person, and you see this on any playground, the person that is the whitest is now also going to have white slather all, all over over them. So yeah. they already have white skin, and then they have like literal paper white <laughs> based on top of their white skin. Walking, it looks so funny. I see that in the parks and stuff. Uh, so I am excited today, guys. And so we kind of been talking about this, that we're going to start doing a new segment. And, and this is, is for the... I feel like everybody has something to say. This is the Bad Christian Podcast. And Hell yeah. I feel like I've been thinking, maybe we don't talk about the Bible enough, or maybe, you know, maybe we should do a little bit more of that. So we're going to start a new segment called Twisted Scripture. I came up with that name. I think y'all like it. I y'all, love it. y'all went with it. And it's just, we're going to give our take on Scripture that we think both sides of the aisle are getting messed up. Both sides of the aisle are getting mixed up. And maybe we're going to mix it up, too, and mess it up, too. But we just thought we'd give our opinion, our thoughts, and maybe that would... Are we going to attempt to edify... 
we're going to try and praise the Lord, honor God, and also maybe mess up really bad. And we could this could be used for evil. This yeah. could be a Satan's tactic we'll against the world. We may pay right a now. price for this. Segment yeah, but I'm very excited. And so this week, Joey's leading us. Joey, you're going to lead us in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to lead you guys. All right, I'm, I'm very excited. Lead well, us. let's just try and take this seriously. <laughs> Good work, Toby. Thank you. That was very fun to make. Good stuff. Yeah, so I I guess what I want to, like, we've been talking about this a lot. Not you guessed. Coming strong, bro. Well, we've been talking about this specific thing Mm -hmm. on the show a lot. And first I want to say, as far as twisted scripture is, I think a a context that we all need to acquire is Mm -hmm. scripture is twisted. Like, it does take a deeper look to figure out what's going on. And so what I want to do is touch on how people misapply Some people say it's promises. inerrant, and you say it's twisted. It's twisted from the standpoint, not twisted from the standpoint of it being misleading <laughs> or dark or evil, but twisted from the standpoint of, oh, wow, I guess I didn't understand that right. That's, that's a little mm-hmm. twisted. I, I understand. And people oftentimes, not even realizing it, use it for what they think is right. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, people course, take yeah. Scripture and goes, this is what's right. Now let me show you how the Scripture proves that what I'm saying is right. right. And that's, that's where it gets real crazy. And I, unintentionally, all right. Time. Right. So I uh, want to look at misapplying promises. So one Scripture that we've talked about a good bit recently is the whole Jeremiah 29, 11 thing. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and future. I can't count the number of times. Let me hear it again and slower. All right. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. So this is one way that people misapply God's promises, and that is taking a promise that doesn't even belong to them. This was for Israel. It was for God's people. So my question to you guys initially is, do you think, though, the Holy Spirit can take this verse point it out to Toby Morell over here and say, I want you to have this. Because that's the only way that I think that we can apply this to our personal lives is, uh, is if God says, hey, this thing that I said to Israel, you too. I want you to know that this is true for you. That's just, what, well, that is what gets tough for me. This is not meant for us. It's not How a the, universal so, thing. No. Right. Are you saying that, like, so just as a, a, a reader of the Bible, this is what I, where everything gets so hazy and gray for me. Do I? I've always been taught read the Bible for you, and are you saying like read this as a historical situation where God interacted with the people, and it isn't? When you say it's not for me, is it? Do I? Am I supposed to glean anything from this? This verse was not said to Toby Morrell, unless God tells you, "Hey, this ver-, like like I truly believe that I I feel like the Holy Spirit can interact with the Word." And something like this can be pointed out to you. Like there has been times where I've been looking for an answer and I feel like God pointed me to something in, in, in the Bible that didn't specifically speak to what I was going through. Yeah. But it was an indirect message from God. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I feel. But how right. do you how do you tell are you saying so there are specific scriptures for Christians or yeah. for Toby? And yeah. but this, and this isn't, isn't one. one of them. And you okay. Well, it'd, be like, it'd be like misapplying de- God talking to David back and forth, and then just assuming what something he told David or Jacob or Job was also true for you when it was just he was just talking to a person, right? It's just right. A, a here, so pulled here, out. Here's another one. This this one's just horrible for any 
everybody in our parents' generation who has a wayward child because they've been told for the last three decades of their kid's life, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. That is not true. Let's just do some data on this. Uh, I bet it wouldn't even come close. The number of parents that say, I trained a child in the way that he should go, and they departed, but I'm still believing. I've heard pastors say, keep believing in this promise, and God will follow through what is the this. common thing that when people the, misapply these or take them the wrong way what are the effect what do, what do you see it's like, false hope the, it's yeah. false hope it's uh it comes across inauthentic to people that are like you just can't you know guarantee this so i mean so and and the whole point of the bible is to realize that some stuff are just it's not meant for an instruction manual what's right, it meant check, for check then? this out better to live on a corner of a roof than share a house with a quarrelsome wife that one's is for me Okay. No, it's not. You would not want to live on the I've, corner I've, of our roof. I've got a real nice setup up there. Okay. It's not bad. All right. Check this one out. Check this one out. That's my life verse. The lazy person claims there's a lion out there. If I go outside, I might be killed. It's trying to make a point. No, none of us in our right mind would be like, that person's lazy. If we knew there was a lion out there and you said, hey, I'm not going out there, there's a lion out there, none of us are going to think Toby's lazy. lazy. It's, yeah. There's a deeper point. So like Proverbs... That is a huge way in which people misapply promises because that'd be it's like if poetry. you worked at a zoo and you were a cleaner at the zoo and you're, and you're supposed to clean the cage. And yeah. Well, you're a lazy employee. Get out there, right? And you, you know, and then you would actually get killed by a right. lion. <laughs> and so, j- just to to wrap this up, how uh, th- this is the most glaring example of how we read the Bible incorrectly is check out these verses right after one another. First one. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you yourself will become just like him. Second verse, right after it, answer a fool according to his folly, or he will be wise in his own eyes. Both of you, both of them are telling you to do something very specific, and they completely cancel each other out, and they are, they, it's one right after the other. And what I have found, too, is the people that hold most fastly to these promises, there's a huge percentage of them, their kids are really messed up because they did mm-hmm. grow up in a very unhealthy, no, God's word says yeah. it, that settles it, no discussion. I'm not going to tell you why. Gosh, you should, I, mean, I couldn't agree with you more on that. I mean, I've actually had someone tell me, man, you you just would never believe it. Like my, my, uh, my son sang all the Bible songs growing up. We took him to VBS. We taught him right from wrong. And you know what that means? That means very legalistic culture. Yeah, that, They won't say yeah, that, no, but that's right, what they're yeah. saying. And their kid is so messed up. Well, their kid doesn't think... I'm really torn on that. I mean, you, of course, there's the discipline side that's a good and you have to do with your kids or else you're, you're really failing them that they'll appreciate. But you have to be making your kids... The whole thing about being a kid is practice, and it's just practice. Yeah. And then you're like a helper to help them practice. It's, yeah. You're not there to actually. You're just there to help them. Yeah, that you're not there to cause them to be everything that they're going to be. It's not. You can't take yeah. that responsibility. And when you do, you have to get disconnected from your kid in, in some way where you're some big distant authority. Yeah, you're just supposed to help them not screw up and manage the world and practice difficult things. And you know, you want them to. I don't know. I just, yeah. I, that, yeah, you can tell with an approach like that, it's just super heavy-handed and firm, and then there's no—that's got to be wrong. Yeah. It can't yeah, be good. Sure. 
Yeah, I, I think and when it comes to Proverbs, I would encourage people to read those as in the same way you read Jesus' parables. Well, what are, yeah, what are these scriptures about then? Like, if it, I mean, well, what, what's the use of us getting it's the— very the, good the, advice. The, all, right, so, all right, so let's look at train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. This is very good advice, basically saying if you train a kid, it is worth something, but it is not a promise that they are definitely going to come back. Like— it, it says it. It says it like a promise, but that's when we have to be like, the oh, Proverbs are little po- poetic things. Yeah, the like, promise of it this, isn't for, we'll for you that. specifically, but exactly. the advice is relatively general. Exactly, just general. like a parable. Universal. The parable story wasn't true, but there's a deeper truth to it. This face value is not true, but there is a deeper truth to it. So I, I would read this and be like, oh, yeah, there's some truth there. It's not at face value because I know hundreds of kids that have never come back, and unless they're going to come back, you know, in the future, yeah, because it leaves the thing of well, then you didn't have enough faith, or you didn't train them right. I like mean, that's the easy well, out. The, the thing that bothers me about scriptures like this and what we're talking about is this literally makes the Bible about us and not about God, right? Like, I mean, th- th- that's that's what blows my mind is if you're reading the Bible about God serving you, almost like th- th- God, you know what? God's going to serve you if you just think this, this, and he's he's going to make sure that you get prosperity, that you get good things going on in your life. Your life's going to be better because of God and all this stuff. That means the Bible is about you're reading the Bible for about you, how you are, yeah. not about how God is and what His character is and what actually you should sacrifice and all those things. I mean, this this lead doesn't lead you to anything authentic, like real sacrifice. I mean, why would the everything our whole religion be based on one guy that sacrificed everything, right. and that. But we read the scripture about how we're supposed to get everything. Mm, yep. Yeah, that's true. You can kind of read it like this: when somebody s- starts talking about God's promises, and you get that vibe that they're that, you can read that more like uh, instead of God's promises, uh, your take on your consumeristic transaction, right? Not, with a genie, right? Right. That's yeah. that's what that is. Not and here and, I, and God's your servant. Right. He's right. going to listen and to you and. And if not, day. you didn't do it right, but it's not like it told you what proper training was. Right. And they'll claim, well, it should have been obvious. But right. it's, obviously it isn't because it doesn't right. doesn't work. And here's how silly it gets, too, is I, I remember I used to read this passage in Psalms. It says, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Basically, uh, you will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Basically saying... God's got you all times. You're very safe. Your foot's not even going to strike the other. I used to read this, and I'd be like, well, I mean, I guess my kidney stones, that's not my feet, but I have actually tripped and hurt myself because of one foot striking. And I'm like, I just don't see how this is true. It's because Better read more commentary. Just study it longer. Exactly. I mean, but I've heard people say, no, you are going to be safe. Don't don't, Haven't you read in Psalms? One foot's not going to strike. And I'm like... Do you know how many Christians have gotten killed in car wrecks alone? And injured feet. Right. And amputated <laughs> frostbitten feet, too. Right. <laughs> also, the biggest comeback on, on this usually is, oh, you're that poverty gospel. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, you, oh, you're the, I mean, isn't that funny that that's something like that? It's just so crazy. Anyway, Joey, this is great. Man, I'm... Oh, I, 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 hey, you, hey, you brought it. No, you guys brought it. No, no, I God. can't take the attention. You okay. are the pastor here. All we are the congregation. All glory to God. <laughs> well, we're the el- like elder board or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm a deacon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other thing that I love more, Joey, than you talking about the Bible than great music. Did you know that about me? That's the only thing you like more. Yeah, the only thing I like more than you talking about the Bible is great music. Golly, those are <laughs> your two top I love, favorite things. More than my wife. Passions. More than my wife. More than my family. More than anything. 
Joey Svensson talking about the Bible and great music. And you know where you can get great music is at oldtoothandnail.com. We were on Tooth and Nail forever, been friends forever. We work on the label podcast with them. Reva, play this song, Avarice, by Earth Groans. This is, it's going to slay everybody. All right, once again, that was Avarice. Uh, it's the newest single from the new Solid State Records band called Earth Groans. If you like The Chariot, Every Time I Die, or Fit for a King, it is a good bet that you're going to love Earth Groans. Uh, this is the first of a lot of new music to come at, uh, this year from them, and they're touring this summer supporting Phineas throughout all of July. So here's what I want you to do. Head over to their Bands in Town page and you can check it out and see when they're coming through your town because you want to go to great shows. You want to hear good music. Or you can also head over to Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you stream and buy your music and make sure to check out Avarice. Um, on Spotify specifically, make sure you follow Earth Groans profile so that you don't miss any new music that's on its way. Earth Groans, Avarice, man. Sounds great. Music. Thank you, Toby. Let's uh, keep on talking about music and music indie and bands. bands and the band scene. I love it. Warp Tour. This is the final what, Warp Tour. We're just going to talk know? about records and good stuff like that or what? Like, just... Oh, no. We're going to talk about some nasty stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this is, you know, I, I don't know the best way to talk about things. Even worse. This is, this is a fun time we live in. I say fun, not in the uh, literal way, maybe in a sarcastic way. But we live in a scary way. Yeah. It's just, you know, there's, a, there's all this. The topics and there's the accusations and all this kind of stuff. And I want I wanted to see if y'all had heard and talk about the story that's out about Will from Aiden. Do you remember Will? Uh, uh-huh. we, I mean, we played several shows with them. Yeah, they. Yeah. I, you know, we. He's I, the lead singer. Yeah, that's a band. Aiden. Yeah, there's a band Aiden, and they have a story. So we, anyway, we're gonna talk about things that are alleged. So I don't know the proper way you're supposed to talk about what's true, okay. and not, I actually think it's pretty ambiguous how you're supposed to even do that. So whatever, we're just gonna give it a shot here. I am curious if you've heard about this stuff, but he's got or some serious uh, stuff. Now I'll tell you our history with Will. What I know about him is. Uh, they were a local band in Seattle when Emory was first uh, coming on the scene. So by the time we had our first national show, after we had a record out and we played in Seattle and had a big show at El Corazon, Aiden was a local band then that was doing well and got to open the yeah. show. We met Will that night, it would have been 2003, and uh, he was just super energetic, super yeah. appreciative. Like, you know, they had they had a goth kind of metal look. Exciting front man. Yeah, I think yeah. they right after that got signed to Victory, and then we wound up doing Warp Tour with them. Yeah, just super charismatic yeah. front man, you know. He was, it just, yeah. And then we did Warp Tour with them, and their band got pretty big and was on Victory, and uh, they would get to play on the main, what I remember is they would get to play on the main stage a lot and they even though they were a relatively smaller band uh you could call that jealousy i suppose but not really but he would he would be so charismatic on stage it was insane he would do the thing where he'd divide the crowd up yeah. and make them run at each other yeah. and he just i mean he that the right. whole band was i'm not taking away from the music or commenting on it but he controlled the crowd with his charisma and it was very real you know what i'm saying yeah you agree with all that yes yeah okay so that leads into when somebody is accused of running a sex cult, 
the more oh, the, the more charisma is, yeah. a person has uh, lends some credit. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. you know, the charisma is always tied up with these other things. So that is the, the little color I can paint to it. The rest of it is just factual stuff that we could check out on the internet. Not yeah. factual, no, but no, just. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to try to tell the story, but see if you can pull up from that article. Yeah, I do. You know what's there? Okay, so. Uh, he actually, after Aiden, I didn't even really know this. Uh, he started a band called William Control, which mm-hmm. already there. And uh, they, William Control, this this comes from uh, the Daily Beast. William Control has done a lot of albums, and basically, they uh, he cult- has cultivated an image that deals extensively in BDS themes, BDSM themes. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's bondage and yeah. sadomasochism. Bondage. He has that imagery and all the stuff, but uh, he even has a has a. He has a clothing line called Submit Clothing. So this is part of his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his his album was called like Dark Meets Domineering. Anyway, but uh, according accusations, uh, this lady that the BDSM they're saying BDSM can be positive or whatever, that it was way worse than that. That he he physically these are all accusations, but he physically and emotionally abused women, ordered many of them to get matching tattoos of his initials. So all these women had to get his name tattooed on them and even demanded contracts from his sexual partners or slaves in parentheses signed in their own blood. Uh, And they got an an excerpt from the pledge obtained by the daily beast reads like this. My body is his, his is capital H uh, to use in any way. He capital H should choose. I will never object to any actions. He chooses to perform or have myself perform on him. There is no limitation to what kind of pain I am willing to endure for my master. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like he started grooming them underage. Like he did there, no, there's no accusations that he slept with underage women, but he might have even started grooming these this women. Is insane. Th- th- this lady did a fo- Facebook uh, post called Victoria Chan. Her, her name's Victoria Chan and she said she was being groomed uh in, to be in the cult at the age of 14. And he did all kinds of stuff. Like they were DMing each other, and he said, yeah. "You have to be careful. Change my name in your phone. Do all this stuff." So he knew. It was There's probably screenshots and yeah. stuff that are just can, insane. Can I you mean, give me a comparable band size wise and following wise? They were probably. I'm sure, probably from their view, they'd say they were as big as Emory. From my view, they always seemed like a younger brother band, not brother yeah. band. Like we were close with them or anything. Just like they, they, were, they, they came successful. Up, though, but successful. They played. I don't know how big know, his other thing is. They probably sold hundreds of thousands of records in right. total, and they were. Kind of a gothy victory band, and they—I don't remember how exactly they fell apart or anything. I don't—I don't really know much about them other than what I said already. But these, some of these screenshots that they have of of him on chats and stuff is just—they're really crazy. Like they call him master. And you know where, where it gets crazy is you're gonna have to decide if this is all a, a game, a, a, just a normal sex game. Like Toby and Jessica dress up, and she wears a French maid and calls him, uh, act, treat him like a client in the bedroom. Right. I mean, you can, you know, there's role play. <laughs> like the role play exists. Yeah. So there's there is that kind of out that, that what he's using to say it was consensual. But I mean. Was consensual with contracts written in blood and right, non-disclosure. Right. All that play and, and <laughs> foreplay. And, 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 yeah, and, and and when he is this basically. Ultra, the, where it really gets crazy is that'd be if it was a two 35 year olds and you had some text messages. Oh, that was a game we play where I act like I'm a slave or what. Okay, whatever. Or your 14, 16 year old daughter carrying on an online relationship with him. And then by the time she's 18, entering into this stuff with a global, I'm sure they were big in Europe and everything. Yeah. A lot of stuff's overseas, a lot of the women he's talking about. And they, there's a bunch of, of them that have tattoos of like his signature and a, his W logo of 
you know, and like right on their shaved pubes, like on their vagina and all this stuff. And, they, and they're just like, you know, teenage emo girls. Yeah. And it's just like, if you could ever imagine that that, you know, your daughter got sucked up into that or whatever, I just, you can't even, and she has that tattoo and he was Gosh. just a, a, you know, I, I, I don't know the truth of all the things there, but you know, you had to be honest. I've been look, expecting there to be a lot of these types of things to come out. Yeah. You know, from the from the world I've seen. I mean, it's just so you've got 18, 19 year old girls and then super powerful seeming yeah. rock stars. And most of them are not great guys. I mean, well, and yeah. you got and you most guys. of them are not. Also, this isn't the first time he's been accused, but he says he's been questioned by the police and he, he was forthcoming and they did not press charges. So he says the truth is he did this in a mm-hmm. Facebook post. Uh, so the truth is, I went to the police for questioning about these allegations earlier this year after showing the detective my side of the story, including pr- private communication. He recommended no charges be pressed, but it was clear the behavior was consensual. He continued in the post, I have in the past engaged in heavy role play and bondage relationships, all caps, with consent. However, I do not engage in that sort of play anymore. And for anyone who feels as though I've hurt them or violated their consent, I am sorry. It won't ever happen again. So he's kind of apologized to this, but that's the big the big issue in this and a lot of things is that consent word, right? Well, like, yeah. That, that's yeah. like the biggest thing. Like, I don't even, I mean, I, I really feel like that is one of the biggest weaknesses in, in all these sexual uh, uh, issues that are coming out now and everything there is. I really think we have done an extremely poor job of defining that word and explaining and educating people on what is consent and what's not on both sides. Like, everybody, I mean, it is like it. Everybody needs to know exactly what that word means and what and how you pursue somebody and what. But there is no they give but you. There, but that, that doesn't exist. Well, I mean, I, there I, is I, no well, clear definition. It has yeah. to be right. There isn't. I don't think there you isn't. can. But I'm saying you you cannot. I mean, if I'm pursuing a relationship, I'm shouldn't I be also aware of of that person's consent in the relationship? Like he's saying, this was all their consent, and these women or, or whoever else is saying no. So what? Where does the truth lie? I mean, I, I, I believe, it, it, me personally, it sounds crazy no matter what when people start calling other people master and all this. That's just well, listen, me. Let me read this. Let me read this. This Okay, so either this is a, this is a, a, a girl. But they might have consented. Victoria, I, I, you know, and I don't know if she was the one that said that she started she, getting groomed at 14. Yeah. Anyway, right. she winds that, up in this yes. case, and I think she lives in another country, but her text goes, That's master, yeah. says, master, I have good, good news. The guy understood and agreed uh, if I still have your permission, I would like to have a relationship with him. Now, Will's married and has right. tons of women in different places, and apparently his wife knew, and well, I don't even know. But so this girl now is trying to have a boyfriend in whatever country she lives in, right? And gets master's permission, and and he he responds, "Yes, whore, you may. I trust you still know the rules regarding sex. Yes, I do. He's a good guy. Uh, I think I." Uh, a thing I'm not used to on a constant basis. I told him I have other relationships. Should I give him the rules? You most certainly should give him the rules. He replies. Yeah. So, wow. so that's either role and play. That's 14 or, years but old. But I think the role. I think How the role old? play. Think no, she's not 14 at that time. Oh, she wasn't. Not at that time. She oh, must I have been. Eight, I'm assuming she was 18 I at see. this point. But this is still right. You I, I know mean, what I'm saying so, like I don't really buy the no, role play thing. No, I don't I think agree. there's many. Think about this. Fifty Shades of Grey's target demographic is not 17 year olds. Right. It's 40 year olds. Right. It's not. That you don't right. you don't just yes. wake up to sexual maturity and enter into this shit. Right, that's not what that is. And so I would go the other way um, and say that the whole BDSM thing and themes in his music and all that is all part of really just setting up this whole thing. 
This oh, is them trying to be in the My Chemical Romance army. Like for them, right. they're just being fans. Right. Yeah, yeah. And he set the trap all the way back from the, yes. the branding the, of the band. Well, and Toby's thing about uh, consent too is what what do you guys think when y'all see an 18 year old getting out of a car and you, you don't know they're 18? We automatically think, oh, they look way too young to be driving. So it's like with the whole 18 year old consent thing, I mean, that is where I think Matt is right that it cannot be. It cannot be nailed down. Yeah. Um, I mean, they got tattoos on their body parts. Uh, yeah, there's tattoos on their body. Here's the thing, what I'm saying. I, I do not want to shame my daughters or my son at all about sex, and I want them to feel confident and, and secure and who they are within that, and that's what I'm saying. Like I, I've really been thinking about this word consent. Like I want them to go, this is where I want to take my body and my mind and my spirit, my emotional connection. And I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think we've really – there has to be some kind of way to encourage people without shaming them. Like it, the, the church, all it does is stay away from that. That guy's evil and all this stuff. And that, all that means is now if you say that guy's bad and he hurt – then that, that these ladies now – also, did they do something terrible? Like, is, is, is the, it, like, it's so hard to come out and say, well, this guy actually did something terrible because they're uh, implicated within it, too, and it sucks. This because, is an abuse of the term yeah, consent because yes, technically he like, – yes. like you were saying, you, we need to define consent. Well, we defined it, and he has it. Is that okay? Of course not. No, that's so what the I'm definition saying. doesn't hold up? I don't think we actually had it. But well, What's it? I, I signed a – I'm an adult. I'm right. 18. Well, maybe you're I right. signed a contract. Like, like, I said yes to this. That's yeah, true. So, you're right. He had consent. So well, that's that's what I'm I don't want to shame these women either. They were doing something that maybe they thought, but was it, I mean, is this mind control cult, like potentially really evil, bad? And all, I don't really think it's an organized what, what, cult in that regard. I mean, what if it's it was just a way right. to get laid the, the freaky way you're into with what you're into. What if there and, was and like, some big setup for that? I, don't, I mean, you can call it a sex cult, but that's a little sensational. It's just way. really a hard line to walk because I don't want anybody to be shamed about sex. I, 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 sh- sex and shame has been a part of even my life for, uh, I, I can't even, the whole time. Like, it's always associated with each other. And if people want to do BDSM, I don't want to stop. If they fully want to and they like it, whatever this stuff is, you know, anything. If, even if, however you want to do your sex life, I want you to be able to do. But I do, there has to be some way to be safer and more open and honest. And what is pursual? What is, okay, I can say no here. And we get that way more right because this, whatever this is, isn't right. Right. These, now ladies are saying, I mean, you, th- this either goes one or two ways. Oh, now that these ladies are complaining, shame on them. Or this, or you know, th- this this guy did something bad or something. When maybe there's something that we could have done to stop this, that so that nobody has to feel shame, nobody has to come out and say this happened to me or whatever. I mean, unless it's really been, th- I'm not articulating this well. I want people to have great sex lives and do what they want. At the same time, I want to come up with a better way for people to be safer, have more control in their it sex life. Doesn't seem. I mean, it doesn't really but seem I mean, attainable. We can't do anything? I, 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 I mean, before you say, let's figure it out, it's like, well, hang on a second. Is it, I mean, is it possible? Well, I think more think, definitions, I mean, more put rules, yourself in the shoes right now as a dad of one of these girls. Of course. Right. I mean, what, what are you thinking? But. How, how, do, how does it happen when, at 14 years old, you start being groomed, and then also, even if you don't have sex at underage or anything like that, you're being set up sexually for this payoff when it I mean, was just legal. Right. The, the, pro- yeah, 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 the problem isn't necessarily that. age as much as it is being vulnerable or and, it just, and it just so happens that most 18 year old women are very vulnerable especially at that stage the type in life. that are into the emo and goth and exactly feeling exactly that. And, and, and so it, that, let that, me read you what she says that, here that's from where i think that you're right that there yeah. there's no way like i would i would be a huge advocate of raising the age of consent but 
you still are going to have women oh, that are well, taken advantage of no, Men- yeah. mental illness or um, codependent. Yeah, I you mean, can make you can the still... age twenty five, and right. then any sex is statutory rape. With I mean, that's crazy. You just right. that'd go through the roof with legitimate right. girlfriends and boyfriends. Right. So you can't do that either. The, the girl here that is telling this, she said she was sixteen at the time of that message I read, and she says this is her point of view now. I don't know how old she is. She said vulnerable young women are in danger. She's been in contact with twenty other women who've come uh-huh. forward and blurring the lines of consent and targeting people who are unable to consent due to their mental health instability. She said other people, you know, they've, he's had NDAs and they're abuse victims and, you know, he he beats and cuts them and things like that. And it's just, it's just kind of unthinkable. But he, she says that he is making money from his different sexual slaves in different places that he still has. And it's just all kind of weird stuff. And, I, and maybe it's not true. It, no, no, I'm I not. Mean, no, I, I, no, I just don't even know what to do. Right, with right. No, it, what do you do? I mean, I mean, it's definitely true. That's what I'm saying. But like, this is she's identifying that these are weak and unstable people with mental ill that's the, that he's targeting in the first place. Right. So uh, I mean, it's just that that blurred consent thing is what just really bothers me. Like it's same for all of my kids. For my son too, I want him to un- really understand consent and him to go, okay, this is what this situation is. Now I can decide. Like I feel like we don't. Maybe that's maybe more than the consent thing. Maybe we haven't really taught people how to, uh, oh, that's what this is. This situation that I'm in at this moment is sex, or it's uh, power dynamic, or it's this, or it's this, or it's this. Now I can make my decision. I don't, I don't know. Like, that, how, what can you no, do with that with an 18-year-old? You can explain life to them. Nobody. I'd never had a sex talk with my parents. Yeah. I didn't know anything. So oh, that, thought, yeah, that's true. All I thought was I heard people having sex. But there's sex. nothing you can do from the outside. You can only do that from in each yeah. individual. You can't. There's no rule to make. Right. But I don't think all these twenty women had terrible parents, and they were just awful. And well, I, mean, I would what, you suggest know? they probably that probably is the case. Yeah, I, don't me know. Too. I think that's I how they. That's, I'm not. I'm not. Maybe. I don't know who they are or anything like that. I would just yeah. suggest people with bad parenting that are vulnerable that have already been victims are the ones that that's who yeah, abusers but, target. I can see that. that. I, that's always yeah. the way it goes. So I can see that. Almost certainly, there's going to be all you need to find is. 80 women around the world that were super vulnerable. Why right. would you he, yeah, he walk up to a super confident cheerleader right, right. And, and say, you want to join my sex cult? Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, he just waited for the opportunity. It, it would eventually show itself. Right. And then he found that person right. every time. Yeah. So there's nothing you can do is, the, is, is you know. It, it just makes me feel sad and depressed and just like, I, I just, I, f- I feel like there's, I, I, I'm a weird person. I have lots of hope for the future and what could be. And at the same time, I feel like, dang, I have three kids and I'm really worried for them. And I well, know it shouldn't be that way. But they're not gonna. Your daughter's not likely to do this if you if you get it. I mean, it, you can decrease the likelihood. There's by, a percentage chance. But if you, I mean, if you and go also, super strict the other way, you might drive them to it. And if you go, right. you know, if you are a terrible, I mean, the fact that you care and are thinking right. about it probably puts your daughters in pretty good territory. Yeah. And son, hopefully. I mean, I think the, the the big issue here too is age. You made a really good point. Like, what if these were all forty or fifty year old women? What, what we if, might we okay. might look at Who the, cares? the, yeah, the, the whole story. Saying. Or what if it was reversed and it was a, a dominatrix lady and, and men? Right. Like all of our perspective changes. So maybe that maybe you're right. Maybe with all of those components, it really is hard to get yeah, you it nailed go down. To a something. dominatrix, a CEO goes to a dominatrix and then gets an audio recording and then comes out claiming he's been abused. Everybody, right. get the fuck out of here! Like, of course yeah. that you, you went in paid and she. Of course, she's right. called you a worm and put her high heel on your. That, right. That, I mean, if, if we get that. Right. That I understand. This is not that, though. You can't claim this. There is, is that. something definitely with the age. I mean, it's the same thing, too. Like, y'all, y'all know Chris Hardwick from Nerdist and all that stuff. Well, let me make a point about nerds. 
<laughs> but hold on, I just want to make this clear. You are one. <laughs> I may be a nerd. To, in some so whatever degrees. you're about to say, you might be talking something bad about well, yourself. Well, look, I You're I enough, understand. bro. You like football. No, yeah, well, whatever. Pe- pe- <laughs> that's all in the eyes of a beholder, I suppose. Um, but I can accept I can accept that I am in the cat- general category of nerd. I can understand okay. that. That's fine. But I've never been down with this movement to n- mainstream nerd. I don't like that. Nerds are yep. bad. Nerds are dorks. Nerdy is not a virtue. Natalie Portman is not a nerd. This is not that that whole thing. The, the nerd had a meaning, and it means, you know, the classic 80s nerd. That's a nerd. Right. I wish that definition had remained. And it's okay to be a nerd, and all nerds are not bad. However, the, cla- the nerdy people who maybe were weaker or the outcasty, you could say, types of people that didn't do, you know, they're not athletic. They're not these other things. I'm not heralding macho athleticism or anything, right. but I'm just telling you, these people have some real vendettas and maybe they got dealt a bad hand or maybe whatever, but there's, there's some of those people that got made fun of and identify as nerds and dorks and had stuff. And then they, if those people later in life get power, I suggest to you they're more dangerous than captain of the football team getting more power just because they're smarter no well that could be a factor because they they bring they they're 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 i don't want to is it idea of uh it's payback, payback time. like right, i've been yeah. hazed i've been hurt i've been the outcast i i'm smart and now i have the power what you fucking want to watch these i will right. kill crush each of these jocks yeah. when you you know that I, I don't think a jock necessarily needs to do this yeah he, I, I don't think you know what I mean? I'm yep. not saying or jock or good yeah, he, business. He got man his or, aggression or, or, and bullying out all along his childhood. No, no, just I mean, it's just I'm just saying this is an <laughs> well, imbalanced thing. It's almost well, a reaction. Okay, to jocks it, can be know. bad and do very terrible bad things, right? For sure. That, that, yeah, that's yeah, not we're letting but, all the but we know that. But, it's obvious. But, but just because you're a nerd and maybe not a jock doesn't mean I mean, that you're a way better. Nerds, you're a way right, better yeah. person, and, and no. that you wouldn't do something terrible. No, you just and in fact, you might have just been waiting all along to do. Yeah, and now people are bad and guys are bad and people do bad sexual stuff across the board. I'm just saying that a popular person usually just meets hot girls and gets laid and it is what yeah. it is and they probably do you know it's a very obvious what is good and bad about that and what's going on usually at least and this one yeah. is this thing when underpowered people or marginalized people flip into power is kind of it's it's a different thing it's a little bit more dangerous it's like people there's some saying about it. i can't find, i don't know what it is and i won't be able to attribute it correctly but if you are worried about what powerful men can do like think about what weak men can will do like right they're weak sometimes in character and everything and they it, it's you know it's, it could be really really crazy so watch out for nerds a little I, bit i've always thought that was an interesting thing too like there's a, a there's a real component of your physicality that plays into ego and what you will do. You know, like they, they say, oh, there's the small man syndrome or there's the right. yeah, uh, no tiny doubt. penis syndrome or right. there's the nerd syndrome. What, all, all, yeah, like what we're talking here, like your physicality. Peaked in high up, school guy. I mean, it's, right. that's related to your physicality. Exactly. And uh, you know, a girl yep. that's super hot and then she got let herself go after that, whatever. I mean, right. those are all physical things those that all become your identity. your identity and personality. Yeah, it's they are tied together intrinsically. And it's you've really been crazy. stepped on by jocks your whole life, and here you are finally, and you and you're into the dark shit, and you're into the whatever. And now finally, is, here you arrive, you have the yeah. Pie. That's that's scary. Stuff. Well, I mean, it is crazy, and I don't want to sound insensitive because 
real people involved in shootings and stuff, but when you think about shootings, right. has there ever been like a jock? No, of course with, not. There never would ripped, be. There never would be. Ripped on his mutt. He's wearing his football right. jersey. Right. <laughs> You've yeah, never seen right. it. That's what I'm saying. That's It's not that, you know, it has nothing to do with your political views. How about it also, like, pl- but that, a lot of times those same mentalities play into uh, the cop side too. Like yep. they never had power and now that's they have right. power oh, yeah. and guns. Right. Oh yeah, fuck you. Yeah, you know what a, I mean? They, they take that in. And yeah. So that's why I always think hazing is the craziest possible thing and it's so obviously built into humans for some reason but it's obviously there you you're a freshman and the seniors haze you and you when you're a senior you don't think oh i don't want to do that to that no fuck right. them let's right. do it right. now take that except for make it actually dark and twisted and really uh, bad yeah, yeah. and you know or going through the things they do in in sororities or boot camps or whatever the you know the hazing it's all, and here's my favorite example of hazing i think grandparents are participating in a form of hazing. <laughs> I think I know where you're going with this. I think I totally know where you're going and 100% agree. <laughs> so everybody I know that has kids is extremely frustrated with their grandparents because they give them gum or don't obey right. the rules or try to undermine the parenting and all yeah. that stuff. I, I, I can't believe grandparents are acting like that. Oh, right? no, and, they just, and they just think it's kind of fun and funny. Yeah. yeah. Watch my ass when I, I'm a grandparent. Though. Oh, I know. You I know I'll do it. 100%. So, uh, unlimited like milkshakes for right? the grandkids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, both grandparents were so it's, hard on me and Priscilla with healthy to spoil eating. The kids, though. It's less about wanting to spoil the kids and more about, oh, uh, you thought you knew everything. You oh, yeah, fucker. yeah. It's, a, it's a more of right. an insult directly to you to assert a little bit of twist. 100%. More than it actually has to do with the kids. So I think grandparents are a little guilty. Of yeah, me. both sets of grandparents <laughs> on and Priscilla's mom and my mom were super hard on us growing up with junk food and everything, and they give the kids ice cream and say it's good for them. There's calcium in it. Uh-huh. Like, what are you talking that's a, about? That's a passive it's insult ice to you. Cream. It's not anything right. they actually didn't even believe that. They just like ribbing um, you a little bit. Right. right. I know. Jess's yeah. mom will go, she give them an ice cream from Chick-fil-A. <laughs> what are y'all doing? I'm like, what are you talking about right now? Hey, with the whole uh, power thing, there's a kid that got picked, uh, picked on – all through his childhood, he's super, super, super little, and he was older than everybody. This is in Charleston. And so I run into him 15 years later as a basketball coach, and he is a ref. And so imagine oh, all sense. that pent-up aggression oh, on the basketball court as a ref. He loves I mean, there, calling there, there was death. one time where I was just like, ref, that, w- that was not traveling. Technical foul on the coach. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's me. exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I was exactly like, right. you can't, I'm just arguing. Like, don't yeah. give me a tag. But, oh, man, he, he was ripping that. it. Wow. Oh, yeah. He relishes that Yeah, moment. I mean, think about of it. He didn't have did. to go to police academy. Yeah. He didn't have to go to school. He just, I'm a volunteer ref. <laughs> or maybe he gets paid $20 a game. Yeah. That makes me sad, though. It I is like super sad. Like, of course I mean, it feels sad. like he didn't have anything, and now he does. A little bit of power. Like, that. I mean, it really. This all boils down to power and identity and wanting to control somebody like that. This everything we're talking about here is that that power dynamic is so intoxicating. We're just if you now get a little bit of it, it out, I guess. It's Do you weird. feel grieved by all of this? It sounds like there's some grief. I don't feel grieved, but y'all know I'm like serious empathy dude. And yeah. like when you tell me that story about that guy, I just think about him. Like it, here's where my mind immediately goes with stories like that. After he leaves and he goes back to his apartment by himself, yeah. and he's just sitting there watching <laughs> Makes TV. A pizza. And, yeah, what's then, he watch on TV? Yeah, what's he watching? And then like, what does he watch on th- TV? There's, there's porn. like porn. No, he goes on the computer. There's like you know, after sitting there watching TV for a couple hours, there's one moment where he just kind of 
chuckles to himself and he just remembers giving you that tech. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. And, that, like, and, I, and then he just goes to bed and I'm like, oh God. Uh, My brain goes there immediately. Then he looks at animated I, porn and oh, goes to bed. Oh God. Right? The whole go. story pops in my head immediately. This guy never had a chance. I probably wouldn't even like him. That's the thing no, that sucks about it. I wouldn't think he's cool or fun or anything and I feel heartbroken for him. Yeah. Just, it just makes me terribly sad. You are so complex. You are definitely a rounded character. Yeah, I, so I, really what, what, I don't know anything about the Chris Hardwick. You're round, Hardwick. too. Those are literary terms. <laughs> do, do you all know anything about the Chris Hardwick one? I don't have a... Yeah. Been, I, I mean, I heard what she said. I'm just curious well, if there's well, any... Well, uh, Why don't you... i tell you what. i got another idea. Ooh. How about a news story about... Oh, you think yeah, you find yeah, one? yeah, yeah. Oh, don't you worry about that. You want one about Chris Hardwick? Yeah. I got you. Okay. In a world... Where the most round man you know says that you are the most well-rounded man, you believe it. My name is Toby Morrell, and this is the Damn News. All right. What you got, Toby? Well, we've been talking about sex and consent and emotional and physical sexual abuse and stuff. This is, it comes from uh, people.com, but uh, Chris Hardwick's, and I might hop around to a couple of Articles here because there's more of the story that's been happening. But Chris Hardwick, you know, we've been talking about from the Nerdist. You know what's funny is I remember him from a long time. He was on an MTV singled show, out. singled out yeah. with uh, Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. Mm-hmm. All this stuff. I mean, and then yeah, uh, what's her name? Carmen and he kind of went away for a while and then came back bigger mm-hmm. than ever. And he's on all these shows. Like he's on The Talking Dead after The Walking Dead. Oh, he's been a, he has a massive show. success. Yeah, he's done really good. Nerdist. Um, but he dated uh, this lady named Chloe Dykstra, which I immediately thought she like Lenny Dykstra. How many Dykstras do <laughs> that you know? makes her less credible immediately? I know, I know. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, is that Lenny Dykstra's daughter? Uh, <laughs> but she says uh, she wrote an essay called "Rose Colored uh, Glasses: A Confession." She's 29 years old right now. The actress and TV personality doesn't name the subject or who it is, but uh, certain key details kind of led everybody to think it's Hardwick. Um, and so Hardwick's 46 and like we said, he's been doing all this stuff, uh, doing really good. But in the essay, uh, Dykstra said when she was in her early twenties, she began dating a man almost 20 years, her senior who began displaying controlling behavior. And within two weeks, rules were quickly established. According to Dykstra, her nights were expected to be reserved for him as he had a busy schedule. And Dykstra also said she was not allowed to have close male friends. She couldn't drink alcohol because he was sober. He stopped drinking in 2003. And it was not to speak uh, in public places like elevators, cars, with drivers, restaurants where the tables were too close, as he believed that people recognized him and were listening to their conversations. Um, she said she was terrified to piss him off, so she did what uh, he said, including let him sexually assault me regularly. I was expected to be ready for him when he came home from work every night. I laid there for him, occasionally in tears. He called it starfishing, which I don't know what that means. I don't know. Uh, he uh, thought the whole idea it's was not star fucking. No, it says star fishing. Okay. Um, you know, starfish are right. Just fishing for those little bastards, those little stars. You know, what, wait, does that mean she has to lay still like a starfish? She has. To, oh, <laughs> she has to lay there like a star. <laughs> yeah, she's got just it. for the listeners out there. Reva just tried to explain what star fishing is, and she physically did threw her hands out and knocked over her coffee. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. I, I, she, get, I know what star fishing yes. is. That makes all sense. Right. That's very funny. Uh, to be fair, thanks, Reva. Yeah, thank you, Reva. <laughs> thanks for the visual. <laughs> we'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. Where were you on that whole Aiden thing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I did go along with it out of fear of losing him. I'm still recovering from being sexually used 
uh, not in a super fun way for three years. After three years of being snapped, yelled at con- constantly, uh, she finally uh, left him. And now here's the the other thing though: she left him for another man. I mean, he's like she did cheat, and so uh, he has come out and denied all of it, obviously, um, just because he doesn't want to admit it or anything like that. So now we're sitting in this. That's so dumb to deny it all is not reasonable. Well, let me read what Chris Hardwick said. He said, I was heartbroken to read Chloe's post. Our three-year relationship was not perfect. We were ultimately not a good match and, and argues even shouted at and over each other. Uh, But I loved her and did my best to uplift and support her as a companion. Uh, And, in any way, and at no time did I sexually assault her. I'm devastated to read. She is now accusing me of the contact. I was blindsided by her post and always wanted, as a husband, a son, a future father, I do not condone, condone any mistreatment on stuff. And so the idea now is going around that she cheated on him and this movement's happening. And so now this is the real thing that just blows my mind and what bothers me the most is how do we find the truth? Because well, what's there's lots of fans him? of Chris Hardwick. I, I do, you, do you immediately, when somebody accuses... This okay, Chloe accuses Chris. Do we all immediately now go? He definitely did it, or is there a chance that she cheated on him, got hurt, whatever, and now he's married and happy without her, and she just wants to? Well, she wants certainly, some payback. I mean, this 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 is what I'm saying. Like, it, it takes a man of real power to have that kind of power over a woman like that, right? I mean, this is not a, a broken yeah. oh, sixteen right. year old. This is a super hot, famous. What you know, powerful yep. w- woman. So this is is kind of different. And that's much older. So it's quite different than right. the previous thing. But the the question is, I mean, the, the thing about his, uh, uh, I don't know if that's an apology. I guess it's a denial. It, it her details m- mean something. Yeah, it, they obviously they they're not made up right. details. They're right. different interpretations of facts. So to, for him to deny it, that it means that. Sounds true to me. Now, I understand that he would say, oh, I would never consider that starfish thing sexual assault. She would say, well, I would now. Yeah. That's that's actually pretty, that's kind of a little, di- a little bit difficult. But, of course, all the stuff about him being this and not being able to speak here, and he's, I mean, that's specific enough. But where it gets really blurry to, is in the moment of re- abuse, most people true. don't realize they're being abused. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? So, I so now when you're outside the situation, just like everything else, when you can step outside the situation, oh, that's bad. Like, if, you know what I mean? Like you can look at yourself and go feel even bad. She probably feels bad for that person she was and who all that is. You're right. The details do mean a lot, but the interpretation of them also means maybe even more. For right. example, all of our wives could definitely tell a story that makes us just the of worst course. people in the world. And they might, I, I, they might not be making some of those things up. Now the interpretation might, I, I go, well, yeah, but I was doing this or this or this. like, it, this is so murky. I don't know how. How are we going to clear this up? And now he, he's are long, we are we supposed to? Is my question. Who is supposed to? Who, Toby's got to clear it up. Do you think he's supposed to? He definitely deserves to lose all his jobs. Uh, no, that, no, no. That, I mean, that those are the better questions to ask. First of all, has he? Is it? Did he yes. have to step down? Yeah, yeah. Oh, a- I mean, AMC you know. is parted ways with him. He's no longer anything apart. I think he might have already been kind of separated from Nerdist anyway, but. Well, he, he's not. I mean, everything. His whole career now might possibly be gone. And ooh. it is like there's the next step too. Do you want people to lose their jobs? And then what? what is that the right punishment? What What are the punishments we're doing? Well, who, to who, who gives the punishment? Is the question? You're right. That's the. I'm. I mean, you know, it. Well, it just uh, naturally works itself out because of. Uh, well, this I mean, sheer numbers. No, it like, didn't before. In the entertainment it didn't 10 world, years I'm ago. It didn't five it, years ago. I don't know what it'll be in ten years from now. But right now, this is reality. I mean, th- this is the first yeah. time. Like, this just yeah, yeah, yeah. is what happens right now, and it it may have, and it might. 
I guess do I kind of think Do people want a redemption story for Chris Hardwick? If this is true, and he's a bad dude and did some bad stuff, now now he's married, a father, all of these things, do they want redemption, or they, or do you just want the guy to be ended? Some don't. Some, well, some do not some care. Some would, 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 would actually pick it apart if he did come out and say, right. I'm sorry, they'd be like, I mean... I've dealt with that on social media, like apologizing for something, and it my, my intent was doubted. Target, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't really mean that. You're just saving face. I'm like, I, I just said I'm sorry. I don't sorry. know if people want to apologize. No, or, or, no, because then the war's over, and, and they have thrived off of fighting. Like, mm-hmm. that is, like, their existence is to... Is to is to fight. Okay, so in so this if case, though, over, if you then... stick with it, what would, uh, you know... what? I mean, there's there's the difference is it, should there be a legal thing or not, and then what should how much of public opinion on Twitter outrage should matter? How much of it's correct? I mean, the, the well, problem, that's what I'm saying. We have not no... under control. People say, well, he didn't get due process. Well, there, there may. I mean, that we this is just kind of the spot we're in. We're, we've decided that we are going to mitigate justice ourselves, and maybe it's because the justice system is not right. capable of doing of handling stuff like this. Because how that's would a it great be? point. This, this, this actually there is something, but the the public outrage. Here's here's what really weirds me out is we now live in an age where so many people are on. I mean, we just talked about two people of varying fame and people that weren't famous that now are becoming famous because they're telling their stories or whatever, right? Um, what who is culpable in this? What about their friends and family? Like in 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 a normal situation, if you know a lady in an abusive relationship, isn't it your responsibility to help them? Out? Where was her mom and her dad and her family, her friends, all of these things there? All of those people, uh, uh, you might say, well, she was too nervous to tell anybody. Okay, I can understand that, but you can tell some signs in of of an abusive relationship or something's going on strange. Now, somebody that That's us right. three I do mean, not just know think at all about domestic abuse. But is some, that way, right? us three. Some of us, us three at all, have no uh, any connection with these people. We don't know them at all, and now we know their story, and all we know about them is this one little thing about their entire life, and this is what's going to define both of them maybe forever. This might be the rest of the – I mean, that's it. And now horrific things need to be brought out and stopped and all all of those things, but the bigger issue here too is who is culpable in it? Why, Why aren't people really mad at her friends and family? Or his friends and family. I mean, what didn't know? The same thing with Weinstein and all these people. Uh, who? Where were these people that knew stuff was going on? And all it boils down to is us just going, yeah, that guy's the bad guy. There's this one bad guy, Chris Hardwick. Isn't everybody a little culpable and have some responsibility in a real life out yeah, without yeah. celebrity and stuff like that? If you saw somebody at your church, Joe, and you're like, son, this seems a little off. You probably go. I need to do something. This is kind of. I got. This doesn't well, you, seem right. You could say that. I'm sure from Chris Hardwick's point of view, everything that happened makes sense, and uh, maybe made. Some he doesn't mistakes. think he's a bad guy. I, there's no way he thinks he's a bad right. guy. I, I mean, and None he may not do, really think. be what you would consider the worst type of guy, but. It, you know, I think that sounds horrific way to treat a woman. Like, oh, totally. I, I, I just don't even. I agree. I don't even get that at all. But I'm sure from his point of view, it makes some sense, and he doesn't. I think his legitimate view is like, well, yeah, but you don't understand. And she agreed to it. And she, I thought she, li- I thought she liked that. Remember right. that time she said, I thought that was so yeah. great. You know, he he will be confused about the reality yes. himself, right? Uh, and he won't really even be able to empathize with. Oh, I didn't know you felt that way. It sure seemed like you. He probably thinks that, right. and so that makes it very very complicated. You know, I, I, you know what? How could you ever define it? Like, think about if it was black eyes, and like the other thing. What if a lady gets hit? Once a week, he gets a black eye, yeah. and then you intervene, and she goes, no, 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 I love him, right. it's okay, 
I'm choosing to go back. This is my choice. I consent to this. Right. That's, that's what the domestic... You're right. Uh, and then they eventually get killed. I mean, it happens yeah. all the time. And this they fully are uh, adults who are saying, I ch- am choosing to stay with this man. What do you uh, do about that? I know. Well, that, that's what you know better really for them than they wears do. me well, out. You kind of do, is, but what can you do about it? Is there something attractive about that power and abuse? Of course. I mean, that's how Gosh. it works. I mean, it's just a flawed thing uh, about us. That we, we're, not, uh, we're not about to get a legislation right or moderate the Twitter mobs just Right. Tune them up perfectly. This is a blunt. Here's he'll be my take. I can, I I'll, I'll give you my her. full idea her. on me too. Here, <laughs> it is. I'm going to go farther than I would think I should and say I think the Me Too movement is good. I'm just going to have to overall back it, and that's not to get brownie points because I really would like. I really, really hate when the abuse, the overreaches of it, and some of the right some stuff that about it's used it. Uses platform I, yeah. for voices. It's just. Unfortunately, it is a very, very, very dull, blunt force instrument for making some progress. Yeah, and it's a it's a rough, damn machete. And there's gonna, I mean, you're gonna cut down some good plants here, but we gotta to do it, and and we'll figure out how to get it tuned up better or better societal controls and technology. And we, we we have to have a better future with this, but we're not about. It's not, you know, we got a long way. We're just hacking into the woods with some blunt instruments to make progress right now. So are you are you saying that maybe an example of that would be if we knew the full story of Morgan Freeman, 95% of people in America would be like, oh man. Look, it's collateral da- there's collateral damage here is what right, I'm saying. It's right. just, so I, there's I, probably I some people that... It's not okay. But there's probably people that made the news that 95% of the people would be like, that's not that big of a deal. That's too bad. Well, that's, that's too- look, if there was no movement for, for, for to believe women and stuff like this, obviously they've got a bad end of the stick for, uh, I don't know, 10,000 years. So <laughs> that's true. Like they've been in vulnerable positions where people with power take advantage of. That's just yeah. how it works. So, of course, that has happened. So now more women are in a better place this year and less likely to get abused and more aware of it than they were last year and – some men have been hurt falsely also. Both mm-hmm. are true. But overall, if you if it's yeah. the only instrument we have, which it apparently is because we haven't been more proactive with trying to design our systems and justice better, at least this is, you know, the overall outcome is more women are more better off and some men are worse off. But where does it go from here? I right. don't know. That's you, an interesting you can go witch hunting uh, yeah. into a degree where it could go the other way. I do appreciate You're right. When you have a culture that even at the small amount of abuse – it, it seems like little things are okay. Like if I start making fart jokes around my kids, they make way more, way worse fart jokes that gets annoying and horrible and terrible, right? That's a lighthearted way to look at this. E- even if like Morgan Freeman only did a little bit, maybe you're right. Maybe the blunt force thing. It's it not, does, yeah. now, now there's somebody out there that's getting ready, maybe it, thinking about abuse or, and yeah. goes, well, I could lose my job. I could, I'll, it, you know, or the consequences it. are real. There are it's, real consequences yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So the future, even though this blunt force thing Hit everything, and some you're going to get right, some you're going to get wrong. To happen. It maybe it, 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 it's yeah. unfortunate yeah. that it needs to happen and needs to happen this way. It's not. I don't. I'm not feeling great about it. Yeah, and the it overall, too, it, and, it's and way it better to err on the, this side it, than the it, other. It may be the only route it, of it's improvement. Unfortunate. It yes. may be yeah. the only right. way to get there. Right. It's just the only one that seems to be functional, and that's why it's still is here because it right. is yeah. doing something. Talk to your kids but. about sex, though. I, I'm Joey, and I were having that conversation. It needs to start earlier. Be no shame and really open and honest and. Joey said this. Why has it and always been so weird? It's, it's a huge part of it's, it's the reason we're all here. All this stuff you said this in the car the other day. I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, 
it should be normal. Right. We should talk about sex in a normal way, not this goofball weird thing where everybody yeah. it just it's insane. So anyway, that's the damn news, everybody. Thank you, Toby, right, for Toby, doing good that. Good to have uh, you back, man. Uh, well, that was just, powerful. Yeah. I'll close us up by just thanking our BC clubbers for joining the BC club and being a part of what we're doing. If anybody's interested, you can go to thebcclub.com. We get you some extra episodes, and the main thing is the community that you get. By you get an people. extra episode every single every damn week. Single damn week, and uh, you know, depending on at what level you join, we'll send you a T-shirt and neat stuff like that. Every single release. you got a couple names here of some oh, new folks. Good gosh, I mm. don't know if I'm going to be able to read them. I'm going to read the first. Just read five of those. All right, they, they Sarah, sign up faster than we can even say that. Sarah Green, Joshua March, Addison Kistler, Mal Smith, Nicholas Lewis, Lee Wilbur. Jeremiah Hagler, Will Stratman. You don't have to read all Dylan of them. You're, you're good. Enough. We'll save some good for next Good God. Week. All right. I just love them. My we heart have to overflows. Leave. You do love them. I do love those guys. All right. I hope and see y'all.